to start off, I want to thank everyone for joining us today. Uh, for today's presentation, the focus will be about tips for the NMSDC conference that's coming up actually next week. Now, for those who are not aware about you know, what the NMSDC conference is, uh, just, just a quick overview. Um, it is the largest certifying agency when it comes to minority businesses in America, um, with over 12,000 currently verified suppliers. Each year, they host a national conference where they connect diverse or excuse me, minority businesses with corporations. So we're going to get into a little bit more about kind of what they do, how they function, how they help, as well as what you can do at the conference. But for today's presentation, I really wanted to focus more so on excuse me, newer suppliers that this may be their first or second year attending the conference, and they just want a couple of tips and pointers uh, for someone who's been you know, for for a couple of years and kind of understands the whole hustle and bustle uh, when it comes to the NMSDC. Now, before we get into myself and kind of what I have to say and some of my experiences, I, I do want to let you know that this presentation is brought to you by, <coughs> excuse me, Supplier Team News. So, um, as I'm pretty sure uh, a lot of you who are on the call today uh, are aware, we do have a website called you know, suppliertoonews.com where we provide information that focuses on supplier diversity and small business. Um, if you are interested in <clears throat> kind of signing up for our you know, newsletter as well as uh, subscribing to the, the website, there is information on that here. Um, as you can see, if you decide to sign up, you would have access to unlimited articles that we provide uh, again, focusing on supplier diversity, small business, um, essentially uh, topics like this, as well as additional topics such as, you know, where are opportunities with corporations and things of that nature. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, usually, uh, we do charge, you know, a quick fee, 99 cents for the first month, and then 5.99 after that. However, <coughs> for today's presentation, uh, as a thanks for joining us, uh, we do have a discount code. Uh, for those who are interested in, in, you know, subscribing and learning more about supplier diversity and small business and some of the information that we write, um, it is um, valid until October 31st. So definitely we would urge um, those who are interested to definitely check it out um, and subscribe. <laughs> Excuse me. Now, uh, once again, my name is Jamie White. Uh, just a brief history about myself. I've been in supplier diversity for about seven to eight years now starting in 2011, so I guess eight years, <clears throat> going on nine. But uh, throughout, throughout my history within this industry, I've attended the conference about seven times now. Funny enough, uh, this year the conference will be in Atlanta, so this is my second time going to Atlanta to attend the conference. So uh, throughout my, my time kind of exposed to the conference, I have found some things that, that I do believe would help newer suppliers um, for their first or second time. So. You know, definitely wanted to share my experience and some of the things that I've learned uh, through the conference. Uh, <clears throat> I have one business uh, from people that I've met at the conference before, uh, so I am talking from you know experience in terms of how I've how I've done it and how I've won it. Um, I've also been rejected <laughs> by by companies at the conference as well. So definitely want to give you my experience and let you know some of the do's and don'ts and you know how you can operate uh, throughout that the, the huge conference. Um, next week. 
Now, what is the NMSCC if you're not aware? So I gave a brief uh, kind of overview of the of the organization, but as you can see here, uh, took this straight from their website. The National Minority Supplier Development Council advances business opportunities for certified minority business enterprises, <clears throat> and it connects them to corporate members. So really, that networking piece, um, connecting minorities, businesses, corporations that are looking for them. You know, just to put it simply. Um, and as you can see, a couple of their stats here, over 12,000 certified minority businesses, uh, 23 affiliate regional councils nationwide, and over 1,400 corporate members. So what is the NMSCC conference? Um, the second point is really key here. More than 6,000 corporations will attend seeking to connect with minority-owned businesses. Uh, so this can include, obviously, the large companies. I'm not going to name any corporations today. Uh, don't want to give, you know, any to think that they're you know, supporting this or, 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 or anything along or us being affiliated with them in any way, but just any large corporation that, that you can think of uh, throughout the world uh, most likely will have some type of representation at this conference. Um, in addition, corporations don't only don't just include you know the, the you know billions and billions of dollar companies, they can also be a small business as well that are looking to connect with minority conferences. And you know for myself owning a business, I have the business with large corporations and also small business. And, you know, the pay was the exact same. So, you know, making money uh, throughout both both types of companies is, is something that you can definitely look at um, in terms of opportunities. Now, when it comes to the conference, it's a four-day event. Uh, more than 20 targeted sessions and workshops happen around the first couple of days. And then after that, you have the one-day business opportunity exchange uh, with more than 700 exhibit booths. So today I'm going to be focusing in on that trade fair. Um, slash business opportunity exchange because that's really when you're able to meet a ton of people and, and connect there. Uh, there's, they also have matchmakers events by appointment only. So if you know that has passed, but for next year, you know if you think you may qualify for a, an opportunity with the corporation, I would definitely advise you to reach out to the MSBC and, and see if you can you know qualify for for a one-on-one or a designated one-on-one with with a company. So thanks to know. With over 6,000 organizations attending the event each year, there's a high chance you will meet a company looking to do business in your industry. Uh, probably like a 99% chance that somebody out there is looking for your type of company. May not be you specifically, but your type of service, there's, there's a very high probability somebody's looking for it. Uh, today's event, <clears throat> or this year's event, will take place between October 13th and the 16th, and it will be in Atlanta, Georgia, at the Georgia World Congress Center. And as you can see, nmsccconference.com for more information. Now, let's kind of get into the basics. So I'm, I'm assuming that everyone on the call kind of understands what a conference is and kind of how that, that goes, you know, what a trade fair is. Essentially, what you have is one location where you have tons and tons of exhibitor booths of corporations and minority-owned businesses that you can go to each booth, tell them a little bit about your company, and, you know, hope to win business, uh, just making it very, very basic. But um, Here's some additional things that you should be aware of going into the going into the conference. <laughs> so as you can see, now we now we know that the that the location of the conference is the Georgia World Congress Center this year. So what the NMSCC offers every year is actually hotels that are located right next to the conference as well. So as you can see, every year NMSCC offers hotels. Um, usually, it costs between 150 and 250 a night. Uh, these hotels are also locations for several after-trade shows or pre-trade show events, uh, so they're actually really good to, if you can, um, be located in. 
Um, I remember last year I was at one of the host hotels, if you will, and was able to attend a few events just simply going or just simply staying within my hotel as well as, you know, participating at the trade fair, which was like a two-minute walk uh, from the hotel. Um, in addition, uh, they also have for any event that's located, you know, maybe 10, 15 minutes away within driving distance, they also have shuttles. Uh, so it really helps when it comes to the expense when you really think about it uh, versus, you know, paying for an Uber or, or a Lyft or anything, you know, just taking that, that free shuttle that they have at the host hotels, uh, usually about, no, no, four or five of them uh, <laughs> that you can get into and, and again, really, really save money when you think about it in the long run. Uh, what you should bring when it comes to, to attending the, this trade fair, and again, we're focusing on the trade fair here, but um, obviously dress in business for, formal. Um, you don't have to go too, too far out. Like you don't have to wear any you know, tuxedos or anything. But, you know, uh, for men, obviously, you know, suit, suit and tie. Uh, for women, uh, dress formal. I'm not going to get too specific because the formal, when it comes to ladies, are, is a little bit more, I guess, expanded. But uh, generally, generally for for that, just what you feel is, is business formal that will get across that, you know, you're a professional um, and that you can get your business done. Um, really key point here, bring shoes that are comfortable. That's for both uh, men and women. Um, I do know there are always a lot of first timers, truly females who come in with heels. Uh, it's not a good idea. Uh, you may want to come in with heels, sure, but definitely switch off to, you know, any type of shoes where you can walk around the conference floor with. That is extremely important. Every year, there's always people who come in and haven't thought about that. And by lunchtime, they've got their heels off and they're walking with their heels uh, just because it's hurting their feet. So, you know, definitely seems like a small thing, but it's really important. Uh, next up, business cards. And then after that, capability statement. Now, for business cards, this is extremely important. When you're talking to a client or a potential client, even if they tell you that there is no opportunity, still leave your business card. Um, one time, in my experience, I actually was talking to, you know, a company and they said, hey, you know, we don't have an opportunity right now, but, you know, leave your business card and, you know, maybe we'll, we'll see what happens. So I left my business card and no, no joke, about a year and a half later, I got a call and they were like, hey, you know, are you still in operation? Do you still do, you know, the, the service that, that you said you provide? I told them yes. And within, you know, three weeks, I, I had a deal. So leaving a business card, if you can leave a note on your business card, what have you, that is very, very important, and it can lead to future future dollars. And the capability statement for, for potential. So this, for that piece, it's really more geared towards people who are serious about learning more about your company. You don't want to hand that out to just anyone. If you think that there is a you know, really good chance that you may win a, biz may win a business, definitely hand them your capability statement uh, so that they know a little bit more about your company. So when you follow up, you know more about what you do and remember what you do. So I, I put this slide here next up for this slide is, is selling is like baseball. Um, now, um, if you're not familiar with selling, I'm not going to go too involved, too specific when it comes to selling, but just the idea of, of going to a conference and speaking with as many people as, as possible. It's, it's really like baseball, right? Don't worry about the no's. Every no gets you closer to a yes. So I've gotten, you know, hundreds and hundreds, probably thousands of no's right now, but that's fine because it really, the object is to get to that yes, right? So, you know, I, I use the example of Peter Alonzo, who is, who leads MLB and home runs, or at least when I wrote this, it was by the end of September. He had 589 at-bats, and he had 51 home runs. 
but yet he was, or he is the leader because the season's already ended. He was the, the leader of for home runs for the season. So that's about an 8.65, 8.6% home run rate. So keep on swinging, right? It's, it's not really, you know, how many times you strike out as long as you're, as long as you keep swinging, you know, as long as you're you're getting to those to those yeses, just just keep that in mind as you're going through the conference. So if you get ten, fifteen no's in a row, that's fine as long as you're getting to those yeses throughout the conference. Now if the entire conference is <laughs> you just get nothing but no's, then you may want to kinda of come back and reevaluate kind of how you're selling or what your business is. But, you know, keep going if, even if you get, you know, five, six, seven no's <clears throat> as long as you can get to those next few yeses. Okay, now who to target? Well, you know, the example that I gave before, Peter Alonso, he, you know, out of 589 at-bats, you know, you got 51 home runs, make sure you're swinging at the right pitches, right? You don't want to be swinging at pitches that are just terrible for you. You want to make sure that you're targeting companies that, you know, are right and, and good opportunities for you yourself. So this is more so for, for newer companies, but if you are new, you may not want to go straight ahead for the larger companies. Uh, when it comes to, to the big guys, um, which the larger and more, more familiar companies that everyone is aware of, a lot of times they, they don't want to do business directly with, with suppliers that don't have a lot of experience in the industry. <clears throat> and that's okay. Uh, what you want to do in those cases is try to check out their tier ones. Now, a tier one is basically companies that are already doing business with a company, with a larger company that you are, you know, hopefully wanting to do business with eventually. Um, and if you're not familiar with these tier ones, which are, you know, their defined term in, in the industry, you can simply just go to these corporations and say, hey, you know, I, I want to do business with you. You know, try your luck. Go, go for it. There's, you got nothing to lose. Uh, but if they say no, uh, just say, hey, you know, I do understand that you're also doing business with other tier ones. You know, who, who are tier ones that may need my, my, my business and who are the tier ones that I should be talking to? The reason being is, is again, corporations don't like to do this with, with newer suppliers on that, on that level. And also, and a lot of times, that's the first question that they'll ask you um, is, hey, you know, I want to do business with you, whoever that company name is. And they'll just try to ask you, okay, how, who, are you, who are you doing business with right now? What tier ones are you doing business with? If you don't have any, well, that may be, be a stop right there. So <laughs> targeting those tier ones is definitely a really good idea uh, when it comes to a, a huge conference like this. So a few things to understand. The trade show is big. One person is not enough. Now, I, this may seem like, oh, you know, okay, sure, you know, with 6,000 um, companies in attendance, eh, you may be overreacting. I'm, I may be able to do this with one person. I know when I first got, when I did my first trade fair, and people were like, hey, one person isn't enough. I, I ended up coming with two. It was me and my business partner. And we were like, okay, one person isn't enough, but, you know, maybe two is, you know. So we came and we, we hit the floor and we didn't even, we didn't come close to hitting half of, of our, of our bigger targets. So just, just keep in mind that this is a huge, huge conference. You will be waiting in lines. Um, so because of that, it's going to add to the amount of time and the amount of companies that you can connect with. Uh, <laughs> try to shoot for, I would say I have a list of, of 50. Um, even then, that might be a little bit too much, but just have a list of 50 if you can get to that and try to get as many as you can. Um, obviously, rank them by, you know, the most, the companies that are most likely to do business with you, but you know, try to do 50 and then try to get as many as you can. The reason why I say 50 is because 
you know, you may go to one company and they just may always have a line, right? So, I mean, it, sometimes it happens like that. So you want to have other companies that you can potentially connect with while you're waiting for those lines to shrink. Um, in addition, you may go to a to a company and the person just might not be just may not be there. Uh, so you know, just just have have that list of um, probably like thirty to fifty, and then hit as many as you can. Um, also, no contracts will be given at the conference. Please keep that in mind. Uh, be respectful of your time as well as the people behind you's time. I know I've been there, and you know people want to talk for no lie, twenty minutes, twenty thirty minutes about their their product, and you know I understand unless unless the company is saying, hey, you know, a bid is going out next, you know, next week, you know, then by all means have at it. But uh, 95% of the time, that's not going to be the case. And because of that, just be respectful for other people's time as well as your own, because you do need to talk to as many companies as possible, especially if you're new. Um, so, so definitely keep that in mind. Um, have your elevator pitch ready. You know, obviously the 30-second uh, pitch, uh, be able to hit your peak key point as, as much as possible or, and as quick as possible. And know who you're talking to. Uh, don't sell to the logistics purchaser if you're not if if you're not logistics. I first couple of times I went to this conference, I definitely made that mistake. I would give my elevator pitch, have a conversation for you know two three minutes, and then at the end of it they'd be like, "Well, I'm actually not the purchaser, and I <laughs> and I actually don't know who that purchaser is." And and that was really a waste of time for myself and you know quite frankly, well, well as theirs as well. So you know trying to find, figure out who the person you need to talk to um, is important. It could be something as simple as, "Hey, my name is Jamie White." looking for the person within logistics or I'm looking for the person within IT. Can you point, you know, whoever, or I'm looking for the person who handles, you know, such and such data. Whatever you do, just go in, <laughs> ask that first um, qualifying question so you can understand who you're talking to and get to the right person. A yes does not mean a yes and a no does not mean a no. Um, can't say that hard enough. I've had many times at conferences where people have told me, yes, we're looking to do business with, by the end of the year and nothing comes to fruition. And I've had people say, no, we're not interested in that. And three months later, they're like, hey, you know, you still do that? We something we need. So keep that in mind. That's why you always leave your business card. Um, take notes. I can guarantee you'll, you'll not, you will not remember every conversation you have. So when you get a business card, just take notes, um, whatever you guys have been talking about, so you can Make sure you know what to follow up on, and then always leave your business card. I cannot say that enough. Always leave your business card. Uh, strategy matters. Research helps, but it's not everything, right? There are going to be. I, I don't want to be too harsh on it, but you know, I, I've done times where I've researched a company. You know, talked about how my company connects with their, you know, strategy, their sustainability uh, strategy, and things of that nature. And they're kind of looking at me like, "Oh, okay, I <laughs> I don't know the our sustainability strategy, but that's nice." Uh, so research does help, but it's not the only thing. Um, know, know your company and what you do and know what their need is. That, that's really the big piece and how you fit into that need. <clears throat> you can go further than that if you think that'll help. Just make sure that you hit your key points when it comes to a specific, when it comes to a conference like this, uh, just because it's just so big. Um, you're trying to get to as many people as possible. Um, not all opportunities are good opportunities for you. There are going to be opportunities where people say, hey, you know, I've got this opportunity where we need to do, you know, $10 million worth. And if you're a small business and you're just starting, that may not be a good opportunity for you right now. And that's okay. Build up to those. We talked about this. If you're under three years old, be prepared to explain why you're a solid company. Same goes for if you only have one or two companies. Uh, you will have to have a quick explanation as to why you're the best in your industry and when you're competing against other companies that may have more experience or more customers. I remember the 10% rule in sales. Uh, they say you actually close 
on about 10% of the people that you actually speak to. So definitely keep that in mind and hit, hit as many qualified people as possible when it comes to opportunities. And prepare, be prepared for a lot of no's, you know, and that's okay. No's are okay. This is getting you to the yes. The math behind it all. So when it comes to this, <coughs> please keep in, keep, keep in mind that you're probably going to spend about 1000 to 1500 on this conference, and that's if you're just going to the trade fair. Uh, if you're really frugal, you might be able to get it down even more. I think one year, for, for me specifically, you might have spent like seven, eight hundred bucks. We were being extremely frugal, uh, extremely frugal. Uh, so definitely keep that in mind when it comes to the cost of the trade fair itself, which is a couple hundred, plus the hotel, which is a couple hundred, plus your flight, which is a couple hundred. So <clears throat> again, keep, keep definitely keep that in mind. Um, the general rule is if you can close on at least one company within the 12 months that you attended the event, that's actually a pretty good conference. I know that may seem like a low number, but when you think about the cost versus how much you're making, if you're selling, you know, your product for, for service for, you know, you win a 5,000 uh, contract, just as an example, don't, you know, not judging or, or saying it's the low or high for anybody, but if you win a $5,000 contract at this event, you know, you spent a thousand to go, then, I mean, that's pretty, pretty good. Right. So, you know, keep that in mind. If you can close on one, maybe two, that's a really good conference. So figure out what the ROI is for you and your company um, to make sure to, to have it make sense for you. Now, after the conference, follow up with your contacts. Use your notes to remind you, like we said, make sure you're taking notes. Use, use your notes to make sure that you know, you're sending the right emails to the right people. Um, follow up, follow up, follow up. So I'm not going to get too involved in terms of, like, what to do when it comes to the follow-up, but just, just keep in mind that, <clears throat> that you – Follow-ups are important. I've seen some stats out there that it really take it takes it could take up to like, you know, the the twelfth and thirteenth time that you're following up to really win a business, which is I know it's crazy, but you know, these are the facts that we're dealing with. But on average, I think it's like six or seven times to follow up to to really win that business and really get in contact with the person. So, you know, just keep in mind that they're busy, um, which is fine. Uh, just make sure that you stay in front of them as best as you can. And the NMSC conference takes place at the end of the 2019 budget. So keep in mind that you're really going for 2020 budget. Um, and 2020 budget is usually opened up and then closed in like the, I want to say like late summer of 2020, early fall. So like June, July to like October-ish, maybe November if it's, if it's late. So keep that in mind. Like you're, the people you're meeting with, you're really trying to do business, business in the following year. And you're really trying to stay in front of them until their budget opens up. Um, in the summer. Now, I do have one slide for buyers. If there are any buyers who are going to be at the exhibit booths that you know we're, we're interested in this, in this as well. Um, just a couple points here. Uh, for buyers, I haven't specifically been on that end myself. However, I have helped out a couple a uh, couple of buyers when it comes to their their exhibit booths. So I'm familiar with with some of the process, at least for like an hour or two. From what I've seen is, you know, <laughs> you definitely want to have a go. How many suppliers do you want to meet with? You know, hey, we want to meet with five suppliers and logistics that are qualified suppliers, maybe five suppliers and tag, whatever you want to do. Just have some type of go uh, going in there. Uh, make sure you be honest. Uh, make, make sure you're honest. If someone is, is explaining something you have no clue about, let them know early on. And if you're not interested in that, in that particular product, let the supplier know as well. Again, from my experience, I've had conversations that have lasted five, ten minutes only at the very end for them to say, yeah, we're not looking for that, or yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, and I don't know who to point you, point you at. So waste your time as well as mine. I would just say simply as long as soon as they start, and, you, and as soon as it 
you either understand what, what they're doing, but you, you know there's not an opportunity, or you don't understand, just, just cut them off and just say, hey, you know, I don't understand. I'm not the person, or I know what you're talking about, but there's not any opportunity right now. I'll take your business card, but that's that's pretty much it. Um, inform suppliers of your needs, I, you know, for sure. Um, if you can, have, like, some type of board where it says, hey, this is what we're looking for, that, that does help. Uh, be prepared for a long day. I can't stress that enough. It will be a long day. Have your water ready. Um, do what you can. Uh, stay as, as engaged as you can, but it will be a long day. Um, collect supplier information. If you have a database or anything, a registration system, definitely use that as well. Um, and then focus on your ROI. You know, at the end of the day, how many <laughs> suppliers did you meet that are really qualified and can really do business but just based off your conversation? And then from that, throughout the year, how many did you actually do business with? Uh, tracking that information is, is definitely important so you can understand what the ROI is from the NMSC conference. So, wow, that actually went pretty well. Uh, so we're at, we got two more minutes, but that pretty much is, is the presentation and you know, some of the tips and tricks that, that I've learned throughout my time uh, attending the NMSC conference. Uh, feel free, if you want to learn more, if you have any questions. Um, just in closing, um, you know, the trade fair, you're going to meet a lot of great people. It's going to be a, an extremely fun event. You know, don't be afraid to talk to, to talk to anyone, really. Um, while there will be 700 exhibiting booths, you're going to have a few large companies there. I do want to point out that there are also going to be a ton of companies that you're not even going to know about that are just going to be simply walking the floor. Uh, so talking to, com talking to anyone um, and just telling them about your business, like, by all means, do it. That's what you're there for. Um, you may be tired talking about your company, but just keep doing it uh, from, you know, when the time opens to when it closes. Keep going. Keep going, um, keep going. So with that being said, oh, I, I see a question. Uh, so I'll, you know, answer this question real quick. Oh, okay. Are MBEs more likely to buy from smaller MBEs? Uh, it depends on the company. Uh, some corporations may be, it may be easier as an MBE to, to win business versus other larger MBEs. It really depends on the company, whether that be a, a minority business or just a general Know, publicly traded um, company as well. Uh, I can't really, each company is different. Um, that's something that uh, you definitely have to go out and, and connect with, you know, the people there and kind of ask them what opportunities are, are there. I've won, I've won business from MBEs. I've won business from corporations. Um, I mean, it's, can't really say either one was harder or easier. I would just say, you know, when the opportunity arrived, we were just in the position to win business and, and we won. So, uh, I would talk to both, um, you know, target the ones that, that you think would be good opportunities for yourself and, and then go for both. But I wouldn't say either one is easier or or harder. Um, are there are there any other questions? Okay. With that being said, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you guys coming on and and, uh, you know, looking to learn more about, you know, different strategies, tips and tricks on how to win business at the NMSC conference. If you see me there, you know, say, hey, um, I have my, 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 uh, I have my, my, uh, uh, my, my sign on, on me and whatnot. I can't think of the, can't think of the, my lanyard on me. Um, so definitely, you know, say, hey, I'll definitely say, hey, back. It's, it's cool. Um, but thank you so much for your time. Um, and I really hope everyone has a good day. And I really hope I see all of you at next week's conference. Thank you and take care.